Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hola amigos, I'm your host Yesenia Garcia. Welcome back to our first episode of Latinx Influencers. How's everybody doing today? Are you guys feeling the holiday spirit? I sure am. And let me tell you, I started decorating for the holidays for Christmas a couple weeks ago. So my house is all decked out for Christmas. And my husband, he wasn't all for it. He wanted me to wait. First time ever. He wanted me to wait. And here's why. He absolutely loves Thanksgiving. And he thinks that we shouldn't skip ahead the holidays, right? So we shouldn't skip ahead of Thanksgiving and start decorating for Christmas. He wanted me to decorate for Thanksgiving, but I didn't see why I should decorate for Thanksgiving. It's if it's only for a couple of weeks and then I have to decorate for Christmas. And I love to keep Christmas decorations up for a lot longer than four weeks because obviously Christmas is my favorite holiday. But see, my husband absolutely loves Thanksgiving. He comes from, so he's a third generation Mexican. His grandparents are from Mexico, and but they lived here in the States. They grew up here in the States. And his parents also grew up here in the States. So he's a third generation Mexican, and he also grew up with the Chicano culture. So they grew up celebrating Thanksgiving. That's all he knows. He grew up celebrating Thanksgiving. As of my family and I, we didn't. We came here from Mexico, and we actually didn't start embracing Thanksgiving until I want to say like 10 to 12 years or so. So probably around the time that I started dating my husband is when we actually started celebrating Thanksgiving for what it is. But what is Thanksgiving? Do you guys actually know what Thanksgiving is aside from what usually comes to mind, which is turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes, food, giving thanks, of course, and spending time with the family, getting all the family together. Okay, so we all know that Thanksgiving happens on the fourth Thursday in November. And it is believed that Thanksgiving was first celebrated in 1621 when the Plymouth settlers enjoy a fall feast to celebrate a bountiful harvest with the local Wapakno Indians. Yeah, I am probably saying that wrong, you guys. Wapakno Indians. Let me know if I'm saying that wrong. I feel like I'm not saying that right. So you guys, but prior to that dinner, to that celebration, the event is believed to be the first Thanksgiving harvest feast that was practiced in New England, though they did not catch it as a yearly event. According to most historians, the tradition of having the harvest feast came over to America with the Puritan and Pilgrim settlers from England. During the first feast, the attendees dined on pumpkin, turkey, goose, corn, and other items that we now see on our tables during Thanksgiving dinners. And here's a little bit more history for you guys. In 1789, George Washington once again called for National Day of Thanks on the last Thursday of November in 1777 to commemorate the end of the Revolutionary War and the ratification of the Constitution. So that's when America first called for the National Day of Thanksgiving to celebrate the victory over the British in the Battle of Saratoga. And over the centuries, Thanksgiving dinners have taken a life of its own, of course, with each generation adding to its own take on the fall tradition. And as I mentioned earlier, um, me coming from Mexico and my family coming from Mexico, 
we didn't celebrate, or at least I don't remember. I have really bad memory, you guys. But at least I don't remember us celebrating Thanksgiving as we celebrate it now, as I celebrate it now with my husband and my daughter and my family. And I know I'm not the only one, or we're not the only ones that didn't celebrate Thanksgiving in the beginning or have different ways of celebrating Thanksgiving. That's why I brought in my dear friend, Asi Mora, to join us today and talk a little bit about how she and her family celebrated Thanksgiving to see if she celebrated it a little bit different than we did. Uh, she's also obviously Latina. And I just want to know what tradition she had, if she celebrated it a lot different than we did, if she started celebrating it since she can remember, or if that's something that her family picked up later. So my dear friend, Asimora is a great great journalist. She recently moved to Victoria, Texas. Thank you so much for joining us, Aussie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Just here, um, just moved to Texas and still getting used to the weather. That's number one. I, you cannot get used to this weather. At one moment, it's super freezing and the next moment, it's super hot. That's how it is with humidity. Dang, how is it today? Humid. Very, Oof. very human. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, super loco, Sani. Está usando productos que nunca he usado en mi vida. En para serio. Para que mi pelo se mantenga bien. <laughs> yeah, me imagino, porque la humedad en el cabello, oh my God, it never helps me at all. Nobody. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I know exactly who you are. You're my dear friend, but not everybody knows. And our followers want to know who is Asimora. Tell us. Yeah. So uh, how can I just put this together real quick? So I'm born and raised um, in LA, Los Angeles, went to college there. I did everything there, my internships, everything. Um, I graduated with a degree in broadcast journalism. Uh, my first job out of college was in Phoenix, Arizona, um, with 12 News. Um, and at that time, when I accepted that job, I was being offered a job in L.A. at CBS. And um, I decided to go and take the chance of moving to a different state where it was more affordable. I could live on my own and, you know, be an adult. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're in your 20s and you're out of college, the number one thing every teen and muchos niños hispanos se quieren salir de la casa o algunos no por tradiciones, pero yo era muy como, ya me voy. Ajá, tú te querías salir de tu casa so, lo más pronto posible. Ya, yeah, ya quería salirme y o sea, volar. So, I landed a job in 12 News. I just started out there actually as just a, as a social media producer. Mm -hmm. And I kind of built my way up. They realized I could work a camera, I can write stories, I can interview, I can also speak Spanish. So it's part of a lot of great initiatives there, um, especially for MMJing, actually, at yeah. 12 News. Um, MMJing didn't start until probably I was there, like, my second year. So I was part of the team of MMJs, but I was mainly geared towards digital MMJ. Mm -hmm. And I would be on there um, at times as well. So that was really fun. My position was very unique. Um, not everyone had that position. So yeah. I hit a peak there, and I decided to kind of, take a moment to get out of um, journalism, out of broadcast, and also because I had a daughter. Uh -huh. So I wanted to take a step back and kind of reevaluate my life and my journey. So I did. I got out of news for like a year and a half. And during that time, I was doing modeling. I was doing marketing, a promo modeling. I mean, you name it, you know. You're a busy mom. Yes, I, I finished. Yes. I mean, you had a you had mouth to 
succeed. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you just got to do what you got to do to make it happen. For and sure. I don't know, it was God's calling or your people was just tell, like telling me in different ways, like, you know, you need to go back, you need to go back. You know, he would always pull me in different directions. Mm-hmm. And even when I wasn't even trying to go back to TV, you know, I thank God, you know, thankfully I had recruiters reaching out to me from different companies in regards to journalism. And I'm like, dang, like, is your people trying to tell me something? Cause I'm not even trying, you know? Yeah. So one day I decided after a year and a half, I'm like, you know what, le voy a echar ganas y a ver qué pasa. And thankfully within a month, month out, I started applying. You know, I, I got callbacks for reporter positions, anchor positions. Um, and the one here, the reason why I'm in Texas now is because I, I got a pretty sweet gig and where they paid, um, well, they worked with me on the pay and mm-hmm. they paid pretty well and they gave me the position to be anchor, producer, reporter, everything. So uh, that's how it starts off when you want to, be like the main person on camera and yeah. um so yeah I took the leap of faith and now I'm here in Texas <laughs> and we are so proud of you because not everybody does that you know take some time off to reevaluate what they want in life and hear mm-hmm. the calling de Diosito y decirte y irte con eso que dices tú Diosito me está diciendo que haga esto y lo voy a tomar y lo voy a hacer and hey kudos to you yeah, I mean, it was a tough, tough de- decision. I mean, I you were part of that, too, me going through that and that emotional and deciding if this is the right thing. So, you know, um, you just sometimes got to do it. And I don't regret it at all. I mean, it's very tiring. And, you know, you're working on the clock all the time. But I know that this is a step to where I want to be. And eventually, me gustaría regresar a Los Angeles. So that's my goal, is to be in that market. And I know you're going to get there. I have so much faith in you. You are so brilliant at what you do. And I know you're going to get there. And part of the struggle, you know, part of learning and us millennials is the hustle. So you're not alone. Keep going at it. I know you can do it. You're built for this. Y por eso Diosito te pone en donde estás. Porque he knows that you are capable of doing it. I have faith in you. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Hey, so I was telling our listeners earlier about Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving in a Latino household. So for me, Mm -hmm. it was very different, very different. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there was uh, times that, or actually, we didn't start embracing Thanksgiving until, I want to say like 10 to 12 years ago. And that was because that's when I started dating my husband. That's when his traditions came over to my family and we were like, oh, dang, like, this is what Thanksgiving is all about. Like my family, to be honest, we didn't even know the history of Thanksgiving. We didn't celebrate it. We knew that it was Thanksgiving, el Dia del Pavo, Dia de Acción de Gracias, but we really didn't like celebrate it. Yeah, like we didn't really (laughs) celebrate it, you know? And then he came Mm -hmm. into our lives and we were like, okay, we can celebrate it. And then we started celebrating it, but we celebrated it different. How did you guys mm-hmm. celebrate it? Or how was it for you guys in your house? Well, you know, I think both of our histories and our backgrounds are very similar, but they're very different as well. Um, you know, you, your family, and from what I've gotten to know you, you guys, your roots are there. You know, you came over here um, already having los costumbres, las tradiciones de México, de Sonora, de donde ustedes son. De Sinaloa, yeah. De Sinaloa, perdón. And so for us, you know, since we were born, raised here, and um, it was a little bit different. My dad was a little more Americanized. Yeah. Um, he came here from Ecuador, from 
from Quito, Ecuador, um, when he was four years old. So my mom obviously didn't really know the concept of Thanksgiving until she got here. So she got here when she was a little older, like 21 from Mexico. Um, So my dad kind of had to teach her the whole concept of Thanksgiving. So the way I was raised was a little bit different. It was half Americanized and half, you know, the Mexico, las costumbres. And then through Thanksgiving, my mom incorporated el el champurrado, el ponche, los tamales. Mm -hmm. um, So you had a little bit of both, right? You had a little bit of both traditions Uh growing up. Exactamente. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, it was normal. You know, it's just like, oh, okay, you know. My Thanksgiving was with tamales and all of that, you know. But then when we'd go to my friend's house, it would just be like the typical mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, turkey, that's it. You know what I mean? For for us, yeah. it was very, very different. Um, but again, como tú, I, I knew the concept of Thanksgiving. I understood the concept and everything because of my dad, but not because of my mom. Mi yeah. mamá no sabe ni madre. <laughs> so how, how was it for your mom? Like, who do you know how it was for her? They didn't celebrate it. They they yeah. didn't they didn't embrace that or anything um, over there. O sea, no en México. O sea, no sé cómo es allá, pero en Jalisco, en el pueblo donde es ella, o sea, no celebraron. They didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, era un poco diferente. O sea, los más más que nada ella viene de los pueblos chiquitos. So hay las ferias, el día de Thanksgiving, de las todo todo eso es muy diferente. So yeah. you know. I, Así creció ella. Mi papá, como te dije, es más americano. Él celebra todas las costumbres aquí de los Estados Unidos. Um, so, crecí, no sé cómo explicarte, como muy balanceada. ¿Entiendes? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I was explaining earlier, too, for Gabriel, my husband, mm-hmm. his parents are Mexican, but he's like a third-generation Mexican. So, he grew up with the culture, knowing the culture and everything about Thanksgiving. And like you said, like a lot of Mexicans don't celebrate Thanksgiving or or no, they didn't. Because I feel like nowadays it's so modern that a lot of people in Mexico are actually celebrating Thanksgiving como Dia de Acción de Gracias or Dia del Pavo. Obviously not with the same traditions, but with the same like, okay, it's Dia de Dar Gracias, you know? A lot of them are actually doing a lot of holidays too, like um, uh, Halloween. I know before uh-huh. they did it in a lot of places, they don't celebrate Halloween in Mexico. And now in Sinaloa, they do celebrate Halloween in some places. But nonetheless, for dinner for us, meals for Thanksgiving, when we celebrated it with my family, we, see, my family doesn't like turkey. I have a really picky family. They don't like turkey. They don't like mashed potatoes. They like papa, but they don't like mashed potato. Um, They don't like... What is it like all the cranberry sauces and stuff? They don't like that. They don't like gravy. So my mom never made that. First off, because she, I don't think she knew how. She could have tried it, but she didn't know how to make those yeah. the, those meals. But mm-hmm. um, mainly because we didn't like it. Like I kind of don't even like turkey that much or ham. Like Thanksgiving mm-hmm. meals, I kind of don't even like. I'm not like mashed potatoes, but that's probably yeah. about it. Other than that, like all we had was tamales, like you said, champurrado. Uh, pozole, menudo, uh, all of those meals that you usually eat during Christmas, right? Sí, exactamente. Mm-hmm. So, exactamente. Y, uh, y más que nada, como tú dijiste ahorita, es un día para 
latinos los vemos como acción de gracia, da gracias a Dios, uh -huh. da gracias a lo que tienes, a, a tu familia. Exacto. Pero si le preguntas a un americano nacido aquí en los Estados Unidos, es muy diferente el concepto. O sea, you're already seeing a lot of um, conversations, uh, articles, and about Indigenous Day and, and everything. You know, yeah. it's a it's a very deeper meaning. Um, and I totally get it because, I mean, I can go deep into this, pero no lo voy a hacer porque se pone muy político. Estamos hablando de tradiciones latinas. Exactly. We don't want to get into the politics, just not right yeah. now. We're in the holiday uh, spirit. Sí. Let's keep it that way. I know, right? Celebrar y comer. Sí, That's pero it. tienes razón. O sea, muchos, cuando celebramos el Día del Pavo, como muchos decimos, los uh -huh. latinos muchos decimos el Día del Pavo, Prácticamente muchos de nosotros no comemos pavo, Exacto. como tú dijiste. Son más como gusgueritas también, y uh -huh. comiditas, y hasta los frijoles, si le quieres echar, you know? Pero That's, yep, that's one of our meals, yes. <laughs> <laughs> sí, so tienes, tienes el pan dulce, o sea, tienes muchas cosas que puedes celebrar acción de gracia. Más que nada, da gracias a lo que tienes. Exacto. Exactly. Do you have one like meal in mind that your mom made that was like an extra tradition plate for Thanksgiving? Um, no, yo pienso que lo conoces por la capirotada. Yes. Oh my God, it's sí. so delicious. Uh -huh, la capirotada. It's, it's so, uh, I don't know, siempre lo tengo que tener o siempre le pregunto a mi mamá si va a ser capirotada para la acción de gracias. Y, o sea, no, no, a mucha gente no le gusta, ¿eh? A mucha gente no le gusta la capirotada porque uh -huh. tiene, depende de cómo lo haces también, porque mucha gente le pone queso, pasas, uh -huh. diferentes ingredientes. En las, en, tú lo puedes hacer como tú quieres. Es como un stuffing, uh -huh. pero, pero sweet. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's so good. Pero I know exactly what it is. It's so good. Que siempre que tenemos que tener. So I don't know about you guys, but like I said, my family is so picky that we don't really even like pies to be honest. So my mom, mm -hmm. she will make tamales de lote. Oh, they're so delicious. They're so sweet. They're so good. Y luego, I don't know if you know what this is. Buñuelos. Sí, buñuelos. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. They're so good, aren't they? Yes, they're so... Sí, para esas cosas, los, tamal, los tamales así como de sweetness o buñuelos, ¿verdad? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which uh, is like, it's a tortilla cooked in like sugar right something like that i don't even con know how azúcar. to make it uh -huh. i'm not a good cook sí, con azúcar. <laughs> but, <laughs> but my mom is <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like a lot of the meals that my mom would make for thanksgiving is meals that we also eat for christmas and i think the um, uh, like the american side also they eat a lot of the meals that they eat for thanksgiving they eat for christmas Um, like, for example, my, my husband's family, they'll eat turkey, mm -hmm. ham, but they also add, because they're also Mexican, they also add the tamales. Yes. So. The tamales never fail. I mean, it's I becoming know. more popular. You're seeing more and more families. Um, like, I could put a great example, Dia de los Muertos. Yep. It's becoming more mainstream, you know. Uh, it's Definitely. It's not just, it's not just para los mexicanos. You know what I mean? And now it's it's for everybody. It's something that anyone can enjoy. Of course, there's deep history behind it. 
there's a reason why. You yeah. know, I still, if someone were to come up to me and be like, oh, day of the dead, just whatever, like colors and rainbows, <laughs> like I'd be like, you no. know what it means? Because yeah. it's something special for my family because since I was little, we would always put altars in front of like our, you know, in front of our chimney for our grandpa, or our aunt in this case, you know, like it, it was more meaningful. We would be excited because we're, you know, celebrating life, we're celebrating the dead, and they're going to come visit us, and we're going to be able to feel them in spirit. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit different now. Um, but I, like, that's where I put the whole tamales and the concept of Latin foods or Latino foods, you know, they're becoming a little bit more mainstream, in my opinion. And you have no idea how much I love that. The fact that we can bring all these traditions and cultures together here in the U.S. and embrace each other's mm-hmm. traditions and cultures. I absolutely love that. Yeah, it, it is a wonderful thing, but I do have to say there's still a lot of work to be done I know. to bring unity and, and to be united because it's not just the Latino cultures. You know, we have other cultures that celebrate these traditions differently, but it's awesome that slowly but surely different cultures start. are being acknowledged and recognized you know? Yep. Yeah. And like it, it, you know, it's, it's a start. So it has to start somewhere, right? Exactly. So my sister has me cooking for Thanksgiving. And like I said, I'm not, really, I'm not a good cook. Like I cook, <laughs> seriously, I cook to the minimum. And when I cook, it's like, cause I have to. <laughs> so my sister yeah, has me right. cooking for Thanksgiving and she was like, you can do something easy, like stuffing. And I was like, that doesn't sound easy. I was like, what if I make, because the one thing that I know how to make really, really well is albondigas. You know what really? those are, right? I can't even make that. Oh, yeah, albondigas are, is the stew with like ground that. beef balls and like stew. I absolutely love yeah. albondigas and I'm really good at making them. And I told her, I was like, I can just make albondigas. And she goes, uh, no, that is not a Thanksgiving meal. And I was like, well, it can be. I said, I can make my own traditions. Oh. Right? See? Yes, of course. You make yes. your own traditions, whatever you want. Yeah, I think that would be amazing that I can make my own traditions. And every year I'll bring albondigas because it's easiest for me to make. <laughs> I mean, why not? Maybe every, maybe every year, like you put a different ingredient or you bring, I mean, you bring, like, it's so interesting how like, because me, I don't, I don't cook. I order everything for the holidays. Yeah. I don't cook because of that. For me, I see it as like, there's no way I can I can compete with my mom. I don't know how oh. you feel, but me in my mind, it's like, I just can't do it. Like, if I'm going to cook, it has to be exactly like my mom, which that's not going to happen because I don't cook like my mom. And, you know, las madres, you know, mexicanas, tiempo de caldo, whatever you want to call it, tienen yeah. más paciencia. O sea, they know how to cook, though. Paciencia. They're so good at it. Exactamente. Estamos en diferentes generaciones, pero no, también no quiero decir que las mujeres no pueden cocinar porque sí podemos, pero sí. usualmente hoy en día las mujeres ya estamos tratando de ser más que no más cocinera, ¿entiendes? O sea, sí. queremos ser más. Um, so por eso honestamente es just like, I don't know, but me personally, my, my frame of thought is like, no, I don't want to be just be stuck in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I want to be able to do more. I'm like, I'm just going to order it. It's, simple easy but of course I have my moments where I want to be that that nurturing mom that in the kitchen I want my kids to remember the smell of the kitchen when I would cook you want you want them to remember you actually being in the kitchen and cooking for them (laughs) sometimes but then I like come back to my sense and I'm just like no I'm just gonna order it (laughs) (laughs) and you actually eat really healthy too though right 
Yes, I do. I do. But during the holidays, I do eat whatever's available. Same here. Because I feel like that's my time to kind of just splurge. And I mean, when do you have like a lot? Because me personally, thank God, my mom, she still cooks all those holiday meals and everything. And in my mind, it's like, you know, I want to enjoy these moments, you know, even Mm. though it's just like a food. But it's a moment. It's a memory. It's something I can take with me for the rest of my life and give it to my kids, even though I won't cook it right. But I could tell them about it. (laughs) That's true. So what are your plans for Thanksgiving this year? I'm actually working. So Mm -hmm. I'm working this Thanksgiving. But I will be, um, actually, I'll be in Phoenix um, this upcoming weekend. Yeah. yeah, so I'll be there this upcoming weekend. Um, my mom and my dad and everyone, my the father of my child and <laughs> his family and everything will be there. <laughs> There's no elephant in the room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the elephant in the room will be there. <laughs> You're too much. No, so yeah, I'll, I'll be able to fly um, into Phoenix and be able to enjoy, you know, at least the leftovers of Thanksgiving. Hey, that's um, sometimes be the best. the job. okay my dear friend well thank you so much for sharing your thanksgiving traditions and the history of your family and how you guys grew up with thanksgiving with all of us i wish you the best of holidays and hopefully i can see you soon where can everyone find you what are your social media pages yeah, of course. People can find me better on Instagram. It's at Ozzy underscore Mora. I'm also on Facebook. I have two Facebook pages. Twitter's the same, Ozzy underscore Mora. And Snapchat, it's Ozzy Aza um, on Snapchat. So, but I'm more, I try to be more on Instagram so people can reach out to me there. There you go, you guys. You guys can reach my dear friend Ozzy Mora on those social media handles. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And you guys can reach me on my social media handles on Facebook, Yesenia De Garcia, and on Instagram, YDG4 underscores. I hope you guys are surrounded by all your loved ones. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.